Welcome to Virtual Parenting Hub, the podcast that empowers parents with valuable insights and practical tips to navigate the rewarding journey of parenthood. I'm your host, Barb, and I'm thrilled to be your parenting companion on this adventure. Each week, we'll dive into a wide range of topics, from nurturing healthy habits to fostering resilience in your children and everything in between. Our mission is to provide you with expert advice, success stories, and actionable tips to help you become the best parent you can be. So, whether you're a new parent embarking on this incredible journey or a seasoned pro seeking fresh insights, you're in the right place. Let's embark on this parenting adventure together. Virtual Parenting Hub Podcast Episode 2 Sleep Training Teaching Healthy Sleep Habits Sleep training can be a beacon of hope when you're struggling with sleepless nights and an overtired child. In this episode, we'll explore what sleep training is, the various methods available, when to start, and share some success stories. Welcome back to the Virtual Parenting Hub Podcast. In today's episode, we're embarking on an exciting journey through the world of sleep training. I'm your host, Bob, and I'm thrilled to have you with us. Sleep training is a term that often gets tossed around in parenting circles, but what does it really mean? Well, in this segment, we're going to break it down letter by letter. So, let's start with the basics. Definition of sleep training. Sleep training is the process of teaching your baby or child to sleep independently and through the night. It's about helping them develop healthy sleep habits and patterns. Now, it's essential to clarify what sleep training is not. It's not about letting your child cry endlessly without comfort. It's not about neglecting their needs. Instead, it's a structured approach to encourage better sleep gradually and gently. The value of sleep training. You might wonder, why is sleep training even necessary? Well, think of it as a gift to both you and your child. A well-rested child is more alert, happier, and healthier. And as parents, getting a good night's sleep is equally vital for our well-being and ability to care for our little ones. Sleep training provides a sense of structure and routine which children thrive on. It helps them understand when it's time to sleep and what to expect, reducing nighttime struggles and anxieties. Creating positive sleep associations. One of the key goals of sleep training is to establish positive sleep associations. These are routines or activities that signal to your child that it's time to sleep. It might be reading a bedtime story singing a lullaby, or having a snuggle with a favorite stuffed animal. These associations help your child feel safe, secure, and comfortable when it's time to drift off to dreamland. Sleep training is not a quick fix. It's essential to approach sleep training with patience and a long-term perspective. It's not a one-night miracle solution. It's about gradually guiding your child towards better sleep habits that will benefit them for years to come. The importance of consistency. 
Consistency is key in sleep training. Keeping the same routine every night helps your child know what to expect, and this predictability eases the transition from wakefulness to sleep. Understanding your child's unique needs. Lastly, remember that every child is unique. What works for one may not work for another. It's essential to tailor your sleep training approach to your child's temperament and needs. In the next segments, we'll explore when to start sleep training, the different methods available, and share some real-life success stories. So, stay with us as we continue our journey through the ABCs of sleep training. Segment 2. Welcome back to the Virtual Parenting Hub podcast. We're delving into the world of sleep training, and in this segment, we're going to talk about timing. When to start sleep training. So, when is the right time to begin sleep training your child? The answer to this question depends on several factors, including your child's age, development, and individual needs. Many experts suggest that you can start introducing healthy sleep habits from as early as a few weeks old. However, it's crucial to understand that sleep training for a newborn is vastly different from sleep training for an older baby or toddler. Newborns and sleep. Newborns have tiny tummies and they need to feed frequently, day and night. Sleep patterns for newborns are inherently irregular and it's entirely normal for them to wake often. Instead of sleep training, the focus during this stage should be on creating a safe sleep environment and helping your baby learn the difference between day and night. Around three to six months. As your baby grows and reaches the age of three to six months, you'll notice that they start developing a more predictable sleep schedule. This is a good time to introduce some gentle sleep training methods, like establishing a bedtime routine and helping your baby learn to self-soothe. Around six months and beyond. At around six months of age, many babies are physically capable of sleeping for more extended periods without needing to feed at night. This is often when parents consider more structured sleep training approaches. Signs your child is ready. It's important to pay attention to your child's cues. Some signs that your child may be ready for sleep training include. They are no longer waking for nighttime feeds and seem to be waking out of habit. They have established a regular bedtime. They show signs of self-soothing, like sucking their thumb or cuddling a comfort object. Every child is different. Remember, Every child is unique, and what works for one may not work for another. It's crucial to be flexible and adapt your approach to your child's individual needs and development. Stay tuned. In the next segment, we'll explore different sleep training methods, so be sure to stay with us as we continue our journey through the world of sleep training. Segment 3. Welcome back to the Virtual Parenting Hub podcast, where we're unraveling the mystery of sleep training. Now let's dive into the fascinating world of sleep training methods. The FERBA method. One of the most well-known approaches to sleep training is the FERBA method 
named after its creator, Dr. Richard Ferber. This method involves allowing your child to cry for short, gradually increasing intervals before you comfort them. The idea is that by doing this, your child learns to self-soothe and fall asleep independently. While this method can be effective for some families, it's essential to be consistent and patient. Gradual extinction. Gradual extinction, also known as the cry it out method, involves letting your child cry for more extended periods each night until they learn to fall asleep on their own. This method can be challenging for parents as it often involves listening to your child cry without immediate intervention. However, proponents argue that it can be highly effective in teaching babies to self-soothe and develop healthy sleep habits. Chair Method The chair method is a gentler approach to sleep training. In this method, you place a chair next to your child's crib and gradually move it farther away each night until your child can fall asleep independently. The goal here is to reassure your child that you're present while encouraging them to become less dependent on your physical presence to fall asleep. No Tears Method As the name suggests, the No Tears Method emphasizes a gentle and responsive approach to sleep training. This approach involves promptly responding to your child's cries and providing comfort as needed, without allowing prolonged periods of crying. The No Tears method aims to minimize stress for both the child and the parent and focuses on developing a trusting and secure parent-child attachment. Picking the right method. When it comes to selecting a sleep training method, it's essential to consider your child's temperament, your parenting style, and your family's unique needs. What works well for one family might not be the best fit for another. Before starting any sleep training method, it can be helpful to consult with a pediatrician or a sleep expert. They can provide personalized advice based on your child's age, health, and sleep patterns. Stay tuned. We've just scratched the surface of sleep training methods. In the next segment, we'll discuss the practical steps involved in sleep training and offer some tips for success. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more valuable insights. Segment 4. Welcome back to the Virtual Parenting Hub podcast. In this segment, we're bringing you real-life sleep training success stories. These are tales of parents just like you who faced sleep challenges and found solutions that worked for their families. Story 1. Sarah and the Ferber Method. Our first story features Sarah, a mother of a nine-month-old baby girl named Emma. Sarah was struggling with bedtime battles and frequent night wakings. She decided to try the FERA method after consulting with her child health nurse. Sarah shares her experience. The first night was tough. Emma cried for what felt like an eternity, but I followed the intervals as nurse Karen suggested. To my surprise, she fell asleep on her own on the second night with less crying. It was a game changer. We're all sleeping better now. Story 2. 
Mark and the Chair Method. Our next story comes from Mark, a father of twins, Lily and Oliver. Mark and his wife were finding it challenging to get both twins to sleep through the night. They opted for the chair method, placing a chair between the cribs. Mark recounts, it took some time, but gradually moving the chair worked wonders. The twins felt comforted knowing we were nearby, and they learned to self-soothe. We celebrated the first night, they slept peacefully in their cribs. Story 3. Emily and the No Tears Method Emily, a new mom, chose the No Tears Method for her baby James. She didn't want him to experience prolonged crying. Emily says, The No Tears Method felt right for us. It required patience, but James learned to fall asleep with our help, and we responded to his needs promptly. Now, Emily adds, he sleeps peacefully in his crib, and I cherish those moments of rocking him to sleep. These stories remind us that there's no one-size-fits-all solution to sleep training. What works best depends on your child's needs and your family's preferences. As we wrap up this segment, we hope these stories inspire you and provide a glimpse into the possibilities of sleep training. Every family's journey is unique and with the right approach, you can help your child develop healthy sleep habits. Stay tuned for our next segment, where we'll delve into the practical steps involved in sleep training and offer tips for success. We'll be right back. Segment five, tips for a smooth sleep training journey. As with any parenting adventure, there are tips and tricks that can make the journey smoother. In this segment, we'll provide practical advice for parents who are considering or currently undergoing sleep training. Tip one, maintain consistency. Consistency is key when it comes to sleep training. Try to keep the same routine every night so your child knows what to expect. This might include activities like reading a bedtime story, taking a warm bath, or listening to calming music. Tip two, create a conducive sleep environment. A sleep-friendly environment can work wonders. Make sure the room is dark, quiet, and at a comfortable temperature. Some children find a white noise machine soothing, while others prefer the hum of a fan. Tip three, timing matters. Pay attention to your child's natural sleep rhythms. Try to put them to bed when they are drowsy, but not overtired. This can make it easier for them to settle down and fall asleep. Tip four, be patient and persistent. Sleep training can take time and there may be some bumps along the way. It's essential to stay patient and consistent with your chosen method. Keep in mind that every child is unique and what works for one may not work for another. Tip five, self-care for parents. Lastly, don't forget about self-care. Parenting, especially during sleep training, can be exhausting. Make sure you're getting enough rest and don't hesitate to ask for help from friends, family, or a pediatrician if needed. Final thoughts. 
That wraps up today's episode of the Virtual Parenting Hub podcast. We hope you found this exploration of sleep training informative and helpful. Remember, you're not alone in this parenting journey. The Virtual Parenting Hub community is here to support you. If you have questions or stories to share, visit our platform or connect with us on social media. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode, where we'll continue our adventure through the world of parenting for children aged 0 to 5. Good night, everyone. That's a wrap for today's episode of Virtual Parenting Hub. We hope you found today's discussion both informative and inspiring. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with our parenting community, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to us. Remember, parenting is a journey, and we're here to support you every step of the way. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or just want to share your own parenting experiences, feel free to reach out to us on our website or social media. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, keep nurturing, keep growing, and keep cherishing those special moments with your little ones. This is Bob, signing off. Take care and happy parenting.